My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. Brit here. We have another exciting guest ahead of us for the interview today. The guest I'm bringing on, Angela Minucci, previously started as an executive assistant, author, coach, freelancer, which now has led her to being the founder of Teletech, where she helps six, seven, eight figure entrepreneurs build profitable online businesses. Angie is also the host and creator of Sell Your Knowledge podcast. Hey, Angie, thanks so much for jumping on. How's it going? It's good. I'm really excited to be here. Um, can you hear I'm- me okay? You can. Yeah, okay. we're good. Awesome. We're good. I'm so excited for you to come on today as well. I'm looking forward to our interview. We're going to have some great conversation. We're going to go over some wins, what's working. We'll talk about some of the challenges and uh, yeah, some great takeaways and uh, conversation within that alone. But before we really get started, would you mind just, you know, telling us a little bit of your background, your story, your why, um, how you got to where you are today, just because you're kicking butt. And I think it's fantastic. So I'd love to share with uh, the listeners. Yes. Thank you. So I have, I have been a listener of the show. So when I saw the post come out, I was like, Oh, I think I want to do that. I love this. This is really cool. So yes, like she said, my name is Angie Manucci. I also have branded myself over the past 10 or 12 years as the technically smart blonde. Um, and I help online business owners, um, primarily a lot of speakers and coaches with the technical parts of building their online business through my service called Teletech. Um, I started in this space, like I was telling Britt before we hit record here, um, as an executive assistant, I was literally working in the snack bar of a roller skating rink. And um, the gentleman uh, of my best friend who I met while working, her uncle was in a real estate investor, coach, speaker, author, all the things. And he had asked me if I wanted to be an assistant. And I thought I was going to be babysitting his kids. Like I had no clue that about three weeks after they said you're hired, um, I would be coordinating a real estate investing seminar for two to 300 people. And I was thrown into this and learned very quickly what not to do. He was kind of like, if you ever watch the real estate show, I don't even know if it's still on anymore, but he was this guy named Jeff Lewis. And he was so meticulous if the wine glass wasn't turned the right way. And this guy like beat perfection into me. Right. And so I was like, okay, this all has to be perfect. And I learned every little way that I could make him shine the best in the background. And so I did this for a little while and I quickly found myself without a a sob story. It was me and my five-month-old daughter. I was divorced and I thought my family said, you need a stable job, a stable check. And I went and got a corporate job. I did that for three years. I had the business cards, the Friday paycheck and the PTO. 
And after three years, I was listening to podcasts in my car before I clocked in. And it was watching um, a woman quit her job over Periscope um, that I was like, my goals don't fit in a cubicle either. And I quickly um, figured a, a way out and I freelanced my way into be able, being able to leave the corporate world. And ever since then, I've just been growing this business by freelancing and then putting a service in a place that I could really amp up what I was able to do and the way that I was able to help others with their God-given gifts and talents, selling them online in as right. through what I call the sell your knowledge podcast or my teletech service. This is compelling. I love everything that you've done, gone through to get to where you are today because, you know, now you're doing something you're passionate about, right? Yeah. That I love, you love it. Yeah. And so you're doing your dream. You're living your dream now, right? Right. Yeah, so that's incredible because most people don't, right? No. So <laughs> we all know that building um, a six-figure or higher business comes with, you know, the wins. But what are what were most or what are some of the biggest challenges that you faced along the? I know we touched on this earlier, but can we go a little deeper into the biggest challenges along the way? Yeah. So I think my very first challenge, well, a couple of them. One of them being we all have these, these personalities, we all have strengths that we all have weaknesses and tapping into those weaknesses and using them as my superpower. So am I a super organized person? No, but I realize either are my clients. And so I could be aggravated that, oh, they're all over the place. Or I could use that as my way to relate to them. And I tell them like, if you, I'm not going to give you a fancy Trello board. I'm not going to give you ClickUp. I'm not going to give you Asana. I literally want you to brain dump what is in your mind and what you want to happen on that webpage and that process on a napkin, take a picture with your cell phone and email it to me. Because if they're a mess, that's okay. As long as it's a mess in a folder, that's no problem. You know, Mm -hmm. I see, I think the way that they think. So they're unorganized and all their apologies. And I'm like, throw them out the window, throw them out the window. As long as you're not messaging me in four different platforms, I'm totally cool. I don't care if you send me one line of text in every single email, if that's how it helps you to get it out. And so my first, my challenge of trying to make myself fit into this organized box of using this system and this tool and this, this, and it was taking me more time. Cause I was like, you know, where are your shoes? Well, you know where they are if they're on the living room floor, but if they're organizing your closet, you're never going to find them, you know? And it was the right. same thing in my business. And so tapping into realizing, Hey, it's okay to work this way. And this is how I can relate to these, these crazy thinkers and these people that are very right. unconventional I'm the same way. So let's work together and make it be organized for their client, but they don't have to be organized in the back end. Um, The second struggle I would say was I shared with Britt that though I'm doing really good, um, you know, um, when it looks at the numbers and it looks at the income and hitting those goals, I was up until recently a one woman show. I mean, I would be lying if I didn't say that I had my 12 year old helping me like add images to some websites sometimes, but Mm -hmm. realizing that it's okay to hire, it's okay to take somebody else's um, skills and use them in your business. And that doesn't mean that it lessens or dims the light of what I have built and letting go of that pride and being like, how much more could we get done if I had a team, even a very small team? And what I realized 
fortunately was the project, the very first project I gave to somebody I hired on recently was he did it even better and, and things that I didn't even think about. And I was like, oh, can you do that again? <laughs> and then it allowed me to take on other types of work because it was something that I wasn't familiar with and he could do with excellence. And so now it's allowed me to hire a small team. It's me and a few others. And we're able to really dive in and serve our clients at the highest way possible because I'm not trying to do everything myself. Right. So like outsourcing and getting people yeah. to you know, people with strengths where maybe you have some weaknesses and then you can do the, then you can put more of your time and efforts into where you are like the areas that you're incredible at and then have someone else come in and, and, you know, step into the areas where is more of a weakness for you and you get so much more done. And honestly, at the end of the day, I think you would generate, your business would run absolutely smoother and make more money. And yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. And it's great because you know, it's not only the time that you're spending physically, right? We all hear like on your business or in your business or, you know, spend the time, but it's that mental weight. Like, right. you know, people say, you know, I know, you know, people that are living in other countries or people who have, have fulfilled these dreams of travel and this and that, but just being able to step away and go away for two or three days even and not think, oh my God, is there Wi-Fi? You know, um, what if something happens? What if just the mental weight of being able to actually enjoy what I'm doing and not running out to do something and then running back or being glued to my phone? Like it is such a relief of everything's okay. Nothing is going to burn down. (laughs) It's not that serious. So it it really has um, allowed me to build a business that fits for me and not comparing what my dreams and goals are to what somebody else is posting on Instagram. Cause I don't really want to do that. You know, some of the, you know, people like, Oh, I want to sit on the beach. That's the last place I, I live in Florida. Okay. Like, yeah, have you ever tried right. to get like sand in your laptop? It just doesn't work. Like working. <laughs> it's a picture that people take people. It's not right. Real. <laughs> it's so. not. <laughs> I totally can see where you're coming from though. A hundred percent. Um, just taking that, lifting that weight off your shoulders and being yeah. able to kind of take a little bit off your plate, you know, mm-hmm. and put it towards something else that you need done. So yeah, absolutely relatable for sure. And I know that you're not alone either on that because almost everyone I interview, they, a lot of the people that I interview struggle with the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah. I bet. I bet. So what did, what intentional actions have you taken to start the podcast and tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah. So in starting the podcast, I first was like, wow, that's, that'd be really cool to have. And then kind of with everything, I was like, but why, (laughs) why do I want to do it? Just hitting publish recording an episode, isn't going to start like raking in the dollars. Right. So, you know, I feel like in, in, in this space, I will say too, a lot of people do these things, right. I'm going to blog, or I'm going to have a video, or I'm going to make YouTube videos, or I'm going to have a podcast, but like, what is the purpose of that? (laughs) What's the point is kind of like what I ask people. I say, sometimes I'm like the mean girl in their business because I want everything (laughs) you're doing to have a purpose and a point. And so with the podcast, podcast, I was like, well, wait, why do I want one? Well, if I'm really tapping into my gifts and using them to carry out that purpose that I'm supposed to have, um, if you haven't noticed, I like to talk. 
And so I'm not going to write it all down. So I don't want to blog and I'm going to be too perfecting of videos that I, you know, I'm going to do them, but how could I repurpose these videos into a way that really gets people if they're not wanting to watch? What if they're driving down the road? What if they're walking their dog? And so it was just another way, honestly, for people to consume the content that I was already creating. And the second reason was, well, if they could consume this, they could see how they could you know, make what I'm talking about and what I'm interviewing people on and what I'm teaching into their business and want to know more. So it gave them an easy call to action, like go to the show notes and find whatever link I have there at the time, you know, whatever I'm promoting at the moment. And so that was really my, my reason for doing it. It was just another marketing method to bring, to bring those leads in. And the third reason is the authority, right? People see you have a podcast and they're like, Ooh, wow. And it's on iHeartRadio. Yeah. I clicked a button and it went there, you know, but like people don't realize that it's that authority figure, kind of like having a book on Amazon. Right. So with those three reasons, it's, it's done really well. I love it. Oh, it's so exciting. And, um, what, how is it like, how do you, do you interview people on there as well? Or is it more just solo? So, (laughs) Not as much as I both. should, not as much as I should. That's okay. Um, and in um, recent content that I observed in my inbox, um, I did see that there is a bigger advantage to interviewing than I even imagined using that as a yeah. lead gen source more than what I even thought. So is that on the, I hate the thing of a to-do list that never gets done, but like the next action item on my list, absolutely. Um, and strategically doing so. Um, so I do, but not as with as much intention as I plan on doing moving forward. Right. Absolutely. That's, that's totally fine. You're not alone at all in regards to that. But so with interviewing people that you already interview, what does your dream guest look like? Like, do you have a certain strict criteria you follow before you bring them on? So I don't have a, honestly, my criteria has been like, do you have a, this is a podcast. Do you have a really great business? I was going to use another word, but you know, a kick business um, that I think that needs to get out to the world that I could really create some killer content around. Um, That's Mm -hmm. been my criteria instead of, are you a great lead for my business or how else can I, can I do that? Um, so that's, that's honestly been my criteria, I guess I've said, or if one's like, Hey, you want to do like interview for interview? I mean, I'm not going to, I will be totally honest, have somebody on my podcast to our, um, beliefs and thoughts don't align. If it's not something that I want out with my name on it, absolutely not. And that's huge right now, all over the internet, all over the online space, but having somebody in having interviewing somebody who could really be a benefit with their services to my listeners is more so what my, I guess, strategy has been. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It's so important to have people on that are aligning with your visions. So they have the same, it's like, I'm, you got to have this people who are lining up with your visions as well, right? Because why would you waste your time otherwise? You guys are you know, there's no point. (laughs) So I absolutely agree with that. That's good. That's good though. That's awesome. Um, like for us, we, we go ahead and we, 
we have like a minimum viable customer thing and we have to, they have to align with their visions. They have to have, you know, they have to meet the criteria, 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 blah. <laughs> it's been a long day at work um, to match, to match uh, up with what we're looking for. And so that it can be a benefit to, like you said, our listeners. Um, yeah. So absolutely agree with you there. And w- so with your, how do you go about po- uh, monetizing your podcast? Uh, so, so far. Yeah. So, so far, um, my main monetization has been with the podcast being two things. Number one, if I'm speaking of a service or a tool or a platform or somebody else's product course program that I've been a part of, obviously affiliate marketing. Um, I always will, will refer to, you know, my page or a link in the description as far as an affiliate opportunity would go. Um, the second way is, Hey, let's jump on a call. I don't do anything fancy. I don't go through all these hoops. I'm like, Hey, here's the link, jump on my zoom and let's just figure this thing out. <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't have this big, as much as I love the tech, I also like the simplicity. Like why make you go right. do 5,000 things, click the link, get in. I'll read the questions and see if it's a good fit anyway, before we jump on the call, even though you have the time, if I'm just like, eh, ain't going to happen. I let you know because it's just yeah. not worth your time or, and I hate to say not worth my time sounding a certain way, but it's just not, if it's not going to work, it's not going to work. Um, no, and exactly. so, um, that's really the two ways taking that call to the action to book a call on my calendar or whatever I'm speaking of the affiliate opportunity there. Right. Awesome. So what is your biggest, uh, focus or desire this year with your podcast? To have it monetized more, to have it monetized more and really put that strategy in there versus just a, I don't want to say just a marketing channel, but really amping up what it could be doing. Right. Awesome. So based on where you are today, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, with doing the tech right now, it's kind of funny. It's actually lent, <laughs> it's actually lent itself to a lot of people asking me if I can set theirs up. And I'm really? like, I guess I can. Like, this is what I use. And I give them either the affiliate link for the software, you know, the tools that I use, or I, you know, sell them the service and just mm-hmm do it, but it's not something that I like offer like by any means. Cause I'm, I like, but it, I mean, people are professional podcasters. You. <laughs> how did really? you do this? And I'm like, this is what I use. Like, I don't even know if I get an affiliate commission for, it. I think I get like a gift card or credits or something, but it, it's it just works. kind of funny. It works. It works. I'm like, I guess I'll do it for you. Sure. It's like setting up someone's zoom account. Like if you really want me to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For sure. Well, that's, that's kind of funny. Aw. So based on where you are today, if you were to say double or triple your revenue and your profit within like one year, what do you think some of the new challenges might be? Or what would you have to change? Um, if I were to double it, what would the challenges be? Um, I'm or any changes you might need to make in order for your revenue and profit to, oh, to um, double or triple. Increase my team size, definitely. Continue mm-hmm. to grow that without, um, res- I don't want to say hesitation, but just continue to see the value in growing the team and not get in right. my own way. Um, number two, I really have felt lately like 
I tend to kind of like with the podcast situation, like saying no more so I can say yes more. If that even, yes, like really narrowing down, you know, I've already started, you know, Hey, there is a waiting list right now up through the end of this coming month, um, Mm -hmm. for me to do anything, if it's going to take me longer than 15 minutes, um, Mm -hmm. because it just, I'm, I'm, I'm literally that booked. (laughs) So (laughs) I mean, if the project's large enough, we can make some room there, but being able to fulfill at the highest level, um, it would have to be saying no more so that I could say yes more if that, if that, right. Saying no to the right thing and saying yes. Correct. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's like I said, you're not alone. There's so many like people with the same struggles. That's why I I really was excited for you to come on today because your, your story is so relatable. And so the listeners can hear you and relate to you and, you know, uh, sorry, maybe not your story, but what you're going through right now. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, this has been amazing, Angela. Thank Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to jump on with us because I know you have a hectic schedule and I totally respect it. Um, Mm -hmm. it was a pleasure having you on today. Um, if anyone's looking to connect with you and reach out to you, what would be the best way to go about doing that? Helpfromangie.com. Help from Angie. I said, I love, keep it. It, simple. I love it because it's simple and it's straight to the keep point. Simple. Yeah. I mean, I have teletech online, but people are like, how do you spell tele? Like you can get there either way. You have to get on a call with me to get anything uh, to make sure that it's a good, like I said, a good fit. Um, right. And literally just, yeah help from Angie to get help with what you're going through. And I will, um, I'd like to end on this thing here. Like if somebody's listening to this and you're like, I don't know if, you know, like, wow, she was, you know, these people are on these podcasts and they have these numbers and this is what they're doing. I started this business. I'm not even exaggerating to buy name brand laundry soap and lunch meat. Like that's literally (laughs) what I wanted to do. I wanted to be able to not have to worry about buying a used car. I wanted to buy a new one. I wanted to be able to not have to worry about an eviction notice if I couldn't pay a measly $700 a month rent, you know, like, and buy laundry soap that had a name brand on it that wasn't from Dollar General. And I'm being totally candid. So I have like no project or no, a course or a membership or anything that you're trying to get out there is too small because that's where it has to start. You know, like you have to be able, like I was riding the public bus while I was doing this, using the internet from McDonald's to build this. So I'm not this start is somewhere, right? not a rags to riches story by any means. I had a great upbringing. I wasn't in jail. I didn't have any of this, but just thinking like you can build that business that you want and it's, it's not going to be like, I have a dream. And then all of a sudden you're making six figures in two weeks. Like that's not, that's not realistic. No, no. You have no, to take the necessary steps, but getting through those technical hurdles to even get your offers out there is, is what I'm on a mission to help people do is to, to have that payment link there, have a way for people to pay you for your knowledge. And, and that's what the podcast is all about. Right. I love that. And like you said, yeah, it's not realistic thinking like this happens overnight. You got to put the work in and show up for yourself and invest in yourself. And um, absolutely agree with you there. hundred percent. Well, thanks so much again, Angie. It was a pleasure having you on. Um, and thank you for sharing all your valuable insights. I know, like I said earlier, it was, it, it'll, this is going to speak to our listeners. So I appreciate you making the time to jump on. Awesome. Thank you for having me. 
Of course. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. And if you're a six-figure or higher entrepreneur and want to come on the podcast for an interview, just like Angie did, please go to podcastrebels.com and would love to interview you as well. Thanks again, everybody, for jumping on the episode and we'll catch you on the next one. See you later. Thanks, Angie. Thank you. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com. And then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.